Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Hello, my She Did It Her Way listener, friends, family. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is always, I completely, every single month, that I sit down to do these solo casts, which if you guys have been following for quite some time or you're in any of my coaching programs, you know how much I love to leverage mega batching. And that basically means that once a month, I will sit down and knock out all of my solo cast for the following month. And I just get so jazzed up to do this because solo cast for me is a time where I get to kind of like bring you guys in behind the scenes, get you like up to date on what's going on, not only with She Did It Her Way, but a little bit more in my life, which I definitely want to weave that into because you might be thinking, who is this person that I'm listening to um, talk about on She Did It Her Way podcast? And especially if you're new around here, um, I just want to say welcome and give you this big virtual hug because we are one big family at She Did It Her Way and it is all about how to make your ultimate leap. And so if you are looking to quit your nine to five and ditch it and launch your business, then you, my friend, are in the right place. So before we get into today's um, topic, which is all about how to find your ideal customer on Instagram, in which I did take it to Instagram and asked what are some content topics that you guys wanted to know a little bit more about. And side note, you'll probably notice I have a little bit of nasal nasal congestion. I think that was the summer cold being in Chicago with the seasons fluctuating. I definitely had a handful of days where I was definitely down for the count in terms of like just super, super weak and I couldn't even breathe. So I'm just happy that it never went into my throat and I'm so grateful that it never went into my throat and it just stayed in into my nasal area. But anyway, I digress. That is the reason why you might be hearing some nasally sounds. Um, for this week's Uh, iTunes review, I am going to share Miss Sam Ops. And it said, Amanda, this is a review long overdue. I've been listening to you for over a year and you are still my go-to podcast. The value you provide is like no other and you have personally helped me so much in my journey. Thank you for doing this podcast. I recommend it all the time. You are a life changer in the best ways. Um, Sam, thank you so much for leaving that review. I love reading these reviews. They're so um, inspiring to me as a content creator who puts out this content week after week. Um, It just really continues to inspire me to keep going and to keep delivering this content to you guys as well. So if you haven't, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you haven't had a chance to jump over to iTunes, I would love for you to leave a review. It takes less than three minutes. You can do it right in the iTunes app. And it means so much to me, just like saying how I learn and I get to like, this is just another layer that I get to interact with you and read what what it is that you like about the show, but it also helps move the show up and get it exposed and seen by other people who are also in the iTunes app listening to podcasts. So it could also help inspire another individual who is also, she's also on her journey to make her ultimate leap. Okay, now for today's episode. So how to find your ideal customer on Instagram. And this is something that... Um, I have like myself have been more active on Instagram. I've paid more closer attention to the content that we're putting out, how we're engaging and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to share 
10 things that you can implement immediately and make these shifts in your Instagram strategy in order to help not only find but attract your ideal customer avatar and kind of up-level your Instagram game, if you will. But a couple like ground rules and ways to get you in the right headspace with this this podcast, this solo cast, and with Instagram is that remind yourself that Instagram is a social media app and that you are able to open up the app and basically transport yourself into someone else's world. And you can, whether it's someone that you know or someone that you don't. And this is a constant reminder that I remind myself about this because being on Instagram, being on social media, it is quite easy to get into a comparison game. And one of the biggest things that has really shifted the way that I interact on Instagram and the way that I look at it. And one of my favorite quotes is by the late Wayne Dyer. And that's when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And if you can change the way you look at social media, Instagram in this case, but it could be any, and how you choose to look at it in the way that you use it can also change the way you use it, right? So I have definitely had my own experience of a spiral comparison and it has completely, it had completely um, stolen my joy for time after I like opened up the app and I closed the app and it totally put me in a lower vibration than when I was before I opened the app. And that was because I was going into comparison mode. I was seeing what other people were doing. I was like, oh my gosh, my business should should be further along, which that is a whole other podcast episode about when we get into comparison. And then we also say like we should be further along. And yeah, there's a whole thing on that. But it like have it happened on on even my honeymoon and it like stole the entire afternoon of my happiness and joy because I was comparing myself to other people's experiences and other people's successes and other people's highlight reels and all this stuff. And what I want you to do, the biggest shift for me, is instead of getting jealous or getting upset, is remind yourself that everything that you see, not just even in Instagram or social media, but in the world, is a complete demonstration of what is possible. Because if it is possible for this person that you're seeing to have an insanely wildly successful business, then that means it is possible for you. If it is possible and you see someone with, let's say, a Chanel bag, instead of coveting and getting jealous, and I'm sharing this because this is this has been me in the past, how can you shift it into a state of, dang, because she has that, that means it's possible for me. Instead of getting upset or comparing yourself to someone who has location-independent freedom and maybe you're still in your full-time job and getting upset and wondering when your day is going to come, look at that and be like, oh my gosh, because she can do that, I know I can do that. Instead of judging or getting envious or jealous that someone's flying private or business, again, remind yourself this is all a demonstration of what is possible and get freaking excited about it. Because if it is possible for someone else, it is 1,000% possible for you. And that is one of the things that I always, when people ask me about she did it her way and ask me about my business, I'm like, look, I'm just trying to be a demonstration of what is possible. Like how big can we grow and expand 
and also like not expand physically like in this physical world but also expand like our conscious minds and become more conscious of the power that we hold and so again celebrate that experience and that reminder came into your life showing you that it is possible for you to have that type of business for you to have those many followers on Instagram and engage with them that outfit that purse that private jet that first class like just take it all as examples and demonstrations of what is possible I promise you this will do a complete energy shift and the energy you experience from jealous from being jealous or being in a low vibration will never attract the energy that you need It'll never attract the it'll never attract the energy that comes from abundance because abundance and jealousy operate at two completely different energy and vibration levels. And so you can't be jealous or upset and expect abundance to come in. And so I want you to make that shift. Instead of being jealous or envious, go into that's amazing. That is a demonstration of what is possible. Get it, girl. Okay, that was the groundwork. Just because I feel like I know that I have in the past struggled with Instagram and I used to say, oh, this is a necessary evil. Like I have to be on Instagram. I have to be on social media. And now I'm like, I'm freaking having fun with it. I get to interact. Like every day that you get to open up the app is an opportunity for you to share your gifts with the world and to attract your clients so that you then can help them and they can then grow. Okay, so Instagram is a tool, so use it as a tool. And it can be easy to scroll endlessly and get sucked into watching and coveting other people's lives of people you don't even know, which by the way, that totally happens all the time. I'm so guilty of it. And it's not a bad thing, it's just a neutral thing. But what I want through this solo cast is to talk about how do you focus on interaction? How do you become intentional with the time that you're on Instagram with its with responding, liking, commenting? And you want to do this genuinely and don't just simply like for the sake of liking but actually engage with other people online all right let's get into the 10 ways on how to find slash attract your ideal customer on instagram number one and these are in no particular order okay so it's basically like you got these 10 ingredients and you can pick and choose which one you want to start with and there you have it all right number one is set an intention and set time to go into this app especially i'm assuming i'm leading this podcast episode the solo cast as you're using it for your business obviously so again it can be easy it's extremely easy to get sidetracked and lose time while being on this app I know that because I have been there. So set aside specific time of the day that you want to leverage for Instagram and also set your intention with the time. Like how are you going to use the time that you've set aside? Is it to post to stories? Is it to upload a photo to your grid? Um, Is it a time for you to respond to DMs? Is it a time for you to go through and like and engage with other people that are within your industry or your potential customer? I want you to know your purpose before opening up this app because it will help you avoid scrolling mindlessly and wondering where the time went. I don't know about you, but I have definitely opened up the app and I have scrolled and I have scrolled and I have scrolled and then I had caught myself. I'm like, I'm scrolling for the sake of scrolling and I'm not even doing anything with my time. So then I have to remind myself, okay, here are the times. So usually it's a 30-minute increment in the morning, 30-minute increment over lunch, and then a 30-minute increment in the afternoon. Now, is it always perfect? No. Do I pop in there sometimes if I have like a 15-minute break and I want to catch up on DMs and things like that? Yes. 
So one is setting the time, but two, before opening up the app, is just know what you want to do with it. Know if it's, I want to get on and respond and interact with people who have commented on the post. I want to respond to the DMs. I want to go through and like and set a timer for the time that you're on there. I want you to be intentional with the time that you give Instagram. Number two, your Instagram post. So anytime you upload a photo, I'm not talking about stories, but anytime you upload a photo, one simple way is ask for an action. Do a CTA, a call to action. So in the body of, or excuse me, in the caption of your post, include that call to action. Ask people to do something. Ask them to tag their friend. Ask them to double tap your photo. Ask them to share this with someone that might need to see it. Ask them to take action. This creates engagement. And it also helps Instagram's algorithm. But it is more importantly, you want to lead with the energy of engaging with people. Don't just do it because there's an algorithm. Do it from a place of wanting to engage and help people. So number two, again, super simple ways. On the next Instagram post that you put up um, on your um, handle, ask for engagement. Ask them to tag someone who can resonate. Ask them to share it with someone who needs to hear that message. Ask for them to double tap if they agree. Again, you're asking for engagement with your audience. This is something that I, in the beginning of my business, was like so afraid and shy to ask someone to double tap or ask someone to take action because I was like, I don't want to make people do something that they don't want to do. Well, guess what? If you ask someone to do something and they don't want to do it, then they're not going to do it. But at least you're asking them to do it and you're going to get more people to take action. People want to be led. And the way that you lead them is by giving them gentle instructions like a call to action. Number three, use planning apps. So I use Planoly and you use these apps to lay out weeks worth of content or months worth of content ahead of time. Part of attracting and finding your ideal customer is simply by the content that you produce and thinking through the strategy of the content. Now, if you're starting out, I know this can maybe feel a little overwhelming. Focus on just getting a week's worth of content. Once I started doing this and I had content ready to go and I simply just had to push it out to Instagram, it made the engagement piece so much more fun and exciting and lighter because I didn't have to spend time and energy thinking about what I wanted to post and what I wanted to say. So yes, you're going to spend a little bit more time up front to schedule out the posts, let's say for a week in this case, and it's going to spend time and energy up front. But when it comes to actually posting and pushing that out onto your Instagram grid and your, your handle... It's going to be way more fun for you to engage because you're going to have fresh energy to be able to engage as well. And this will also help you avoid those moments when you're like, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to talk about. So again, if you're planning out content for a whole month that feels overwhelming, then focus on doing it for a week at a time to help you get yourself into the flow of it. Okay. Number four, take advantage of Instagram's app features. So for example, if you have 10,000 um, 10, or plus followers, they have the swipe up feature. Um, but even if you don't have the 10K mark, you can still leverage polls to ask people questions and get feedback. That is one of the most, I mean, I think I, I know I underutilize it and I'm working on engaging and like using it more. And it's such a simple way to ask a question and have people tap yes or no or have them, it's like an either or, Right. And when they do that, when people do that, you can actually see who said yes or who said no or who said option A, option B. And then you can follow up 
with more targeted efforts individually with those people that said yes or no. So an example of this might look like, um, I just did this a few weeks ago. I used to facilitate um, training programs, workshops for large organizations. This is what I did when I was a freelancer. And I did it for about five straight years. And I worked with large organizations such as Weight Watchers, JP Morgan, um, Intel, AT&T, couple of, like hospital facilities. And through that, I really learned the art of how to facilitate effective workshops. And I was just curious. And so I posted on Instagram and I asked like, is this something that you would be interested in, interested in? And I put yes or no. And I got a handful of people who said yes. So then I'm able to follow up and engage at a deeper level with those who said yes versus simply carb launch putting a message out on Instagram stories and then saying, DM me. I know it sounds crazy, but for people like to DM is much, it's an added layer in terms of like energy and effort from that person. Whereas if they just do yes or no, you have their information. You can then follow up with them. So again, utilize the polls. Gone are the days of like needing to do these long focus groups. Again, poll features are fun, simple and easy to use. Also, you can take advantage of using the question box. And I want you to pay attention to questions maybe people ask or their answers they give you to a the answers or responses they give you to a question because this is all data for you to better understand who's following and who um, you're attracting your ideal, like who's following you. And then also those people like checking in to say, like, are these people the people that I want to attract with my content? So that's number four is using the app features. Number five is your bio. So this is, is it clear on what you help people do and what is the transformation that you help them do? And also, do you have a call to action pointing to an opt-in or at least a web page, right? So in your Instagram bio, is it clear that your Instagram bio, is it clear what it is that you do? Do you highlight the transformation you help people with or is it drowned out by cute emojis that just say coffee lover? Okay, well, great, you're a coffee lover, but how does that help me as someone who's going to your bio and maybe wants to use your services? Friends, your bio on Instagram is prime real estate space. That is prime. It is basically, it's a, a, a way, a first impression that if someone doesn't follow you and they're considering following you about what you offer and, you know, if it's in alignment, that is such key. So you want to really make sure that your Instagram bio and that space is really curated and tells a compelling reason for people to stick around. You also want to have your call to action. So how are you leading visitors with the next step? So they come on your site But if you're not, again, it goes back to having them take action, then what does that look like? Use an emoji that points down towards your URL. If you visit She Did It Her Ways, our Instagram handle, you'll see that there is a call to action and it's pointing to a URL that then it's going to take them to another landing page so then they can sign up or learn more about whatever is that's going on in the time, going on during that time. So again, you want to make sure... When you have that call to action and you're pointing it, you want to make sure your your landing page or wherever you're pointing them to is like an opt-in or a certain web page that would be the natural next step for people to work with you. You can also use a tool called Linktree. Linktree can be used um, as another way to guide visitors kind of down this choose your own adventure path. 
The one thing that I will suggest in that you wanted to be really careful with is not to provide too many options when people go to that Linktree site um, or too many paths because it could overwhelm your visitor in terms of like if they're meeting you for the first time, they don't know know who you are, what you're about, and they click the Linktree and you've got 10 different options, that could be a little overwhelming because they might find themselves thinking, I don't even know where to start. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. So just be mindful of that as well when using the Linktree function. Number six is stories. So again, you want to, your business is your brand. And there's a reason why people are showing up to watch your stories. And there's certain alignment and expectations in terms of content that they're anticipating to receive from you. And always think about what you're putting on stories, how it would be helpful to your ideal customer. And ask yourself, is what I'm sharing going to help my ideal customer. Because again, what you put out, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in detail in, in, in another one coming up, but what you're putting out is what what content you're putting out will attract certain people. And so you want to make sure that the content you're putting out is going to attract and attract your ideal customer on Instagram. And so with stories, this is so key because what you what do you want to share and how does it align with your ideal customer avatar? And you want to be mindful of the content you're serving up on stories and making sure that it aligns with your ideal customer avatar and what they want to see from you. So I always, a rule of thumb, and it doesn't have to be exactly like this perfect and it isn't always this perfect, but majority of the time, 10% of what I share on She Did It Her Way Instagram handle might be considered non-business. It might be random facts about my day, um, maybe a little bit about me, a little bit about my personal life, a um, little health and fitness, but I really strive to keep majority of the content on She Did It Her Way around business, mindset, personal development, and things that can help my ideal customer avatar, which is those women who are looking to make the leap from their nine to five, and then women who are in the stage of like growing their business. So they've already taken the leap, but they're really looking to supercharge their business. And that is also my reason, and I get asked this quite a bit, but reason why I have decided to keep She Did It Her Way separate from my personal Instagram account, because on my personal Instagram account, if you follow me there, I share a lot of my family, a lot of um, personal trips, things like that. So it definitely, um, that's where I do a lot of the personal side. So the percentages are kind of flipped. I still share business on, on my personal Instagram account, but um, I really, really um, try to keep that personal and then I keep She Did It Her Way business and then focus on like what are the content buckets that I want to take and speak on when it comes to She Did It Her Way Instagram so then I can curate the content and serve that up in a more intentional way to go about it as well. So again, when you're on stories, think about the content that you want to serve up for your ideal customer and the content that might help them or be relevant in how do you want to create that strategy on stories, which then takes me into seven and that's your highlights. So you can create highlights. Um, basically the highlights are, it's right under your bio and right above your grid and you can take any story and save it to a highlight. So think about your customer and the things that they're really curious about and what they want to see more of. Um, and so you might have a highlight that is a behind the scenes highlight, but, and let me back up a little bit, really think about what value can they, can, can your, like what story can your highlights tell and how can that be useful? So if you're a coach, one of your highlights 
might be all about the results that you help your students with. So you might save your results to that story. Maybe it's a Q&A um, highlight that you want to say that you want to save. Um, really think about the common questions that you get asked over and over and then save it as a highlight because that's going to make it so much easier that when someone asks you a question, the same question again, you're going to be able to say like, hey, check out my highlight instead of having to re-record it. I actually see bloggers do this a lot. Bloggers, lifestyle bloggers will get asked so many times um, where their outfits are from or where they got their sunglasses or where their recommendations are for I don't know, a travel spot in Italy. And you'll see that they'll say like, hey, you can always visit my stories to see my travel recommendations. You can always visit my stories to see my sunglass recommendation. And so it's just a really great way to help organize the content that you're sharing on stories. And also you want to share like relevant content. So if someone, if you're a coach, for example, again, is thinking about working with you, have a results um, highlight on there because then people can check out like, okay, what results is she giving people? And and then that's going to basically help increase the value and take someone from maybe like a cold lead to a warm lead. Number eight is leverage hashtags to find people and to get found. Now, this is going to vary for every industry. Um, this is going to change in terms of the hashtags that you use um, for the industry. And one of the ways that you can go about and curating some hashtags is really like just do some research on your own. Um, you can do it really organic and find people in your industry that are much in alignment with what you're doing and see the hashtags that they're using to help not only get found, but to find other people um, that are very much in alignment with their business and brand. There are also softwares, software tools. I've never used a software tool, but I've heard of one called Hashtag Generator that you can use as well. The way that I found mine is just very organically. And then what I've done is I have essentially created in my notes section on my phone a, an entire list of hashtags so that every time I go to post, I can go into my notes section, I can copy it, and then I can paste it right to my, my posting on Instagram. So it makes it super quick super easy. Um, you can also, if you have Planoly, you can include your hashtags in the actual caption of the post as well. So you can do it there if you'd like. Number nine is focus again on engagement, not necessarily the numbers. This is all about going back to, um, if you listen to Atomic Habits, it's two people can have the same goal, but one person achieves the goal and the other person does not. And it usually relies the difference is their systems. So if you have the right system in place and you're doing the right things on a daily basis and the right behaviors, the outcome and the goal and the result will take care of itself. If you focus on the outcome of the numbers so much, you're going to forget about what's actually going to get you there. And what's going to get you there is engagement. And I will, as another reminder, you, it is better to have such an engaged audience and following than to have insane numbers, like large numbers, but zero engagement. I've seen this, people, you can have a thousand followers and have a thriving coaching business because you are so on point with your engagement and how you show up and how you talk and, and versus those who might have 10,000 followers and it's not engaging. So focus on engagement, not necessarily the numbers. Having more people does not mean that you're going to have more money in your bank account if the strategy itself 
isn't effective. And if you're not showing up for 500 people that are currently following you, what makes you think you're going to show up for 10,000 people? That is such a, that's another, that's another podcast for another day. And that was a really big lesson for me is that it, if we wait to show up until our bank account has a certain amount in it, if our, until, if we wait to show up until we have a certain following, if we wait to show up on our email list until we have a certain number, what may, like if we wait and we create this condition of showing up until there's a certain number, what makes us think that we're going to show up when that number hits? Plus, why not take advantage of really figuring it out with like low, like Latin, I don't even like saying like the numbers things, but every chance and every opportunity to get in front of someone who is potentially your ideal customer or an, or an opportunity to attract them is an opportunity and it shouldn't matter on the numbers. So again, focusing on showing up, focusing on the engagement and letting the rest take care of itself. You will attract the right people. You will lose the the people that like aren't in alignment with with what your brand is or your business. And that alignment and engagement is way more important than focusing on getting to 10,000 or getting to 50,000, right? So that's number nine. Number 10 is create consistent content that is in alignment. And what are you speaking on and who are you attracting? So you will attract what you put out. If you look around, and this isn't with it on Instagram, this is with everything. If you look at coaches, if you look at like my business and the people that I attract, if you look at other people's businesses and their kind of mojo and their branding, you will then find and look at their tribe and the people that they attract and find them very similar. And so that is all the important to know that the content and the energy in which you put out into the world and the way that you show up will attract those types of people. When we were doing, when I, when I was doing the freelance and leadership development and coaching, it, we would call it the law of the lid. If the leader would show up on a scale from one to 10 at a, at a, at a number five every day, the people that follow this leader would never rise above that five. That leader is the law of the lid. If that leader is a five, no one else below them or the people they lead, well, it is unlikely that they will rise above a five. So the people that you are leading on Instagram, if you don't show up, play a full out and be at a 10 and be genuine and engaging, it's going to be very hard for you to attract people who want to play at a, at a 10 if you're playing at a 5. So be really mindful of what you're attracting and what you're putting out. The content you create will attract whoever aligns with that content. So for example, if you blog about personal finance and how to save money and live on a budget, but then try to offer a premium coaching product or a program, it might be a little bit difficult because there's a misalignment in the content and the people that you're attracting. It doesn't make it, it's not right or wrong. Everything's neutral. It's just, there might be that misalignment. So be really intentional about the content you're putting out and knowing who it's going to attract and how you're positioning it. And then also pay attention to the content that people engage with and resonate most with and produce more of that. You're a scientist. You're always testing and tweaking to really figure it out. Um, I am going to go into a few little bonuses and tools that you can use, but I want to recap really quick before I go into that. Number one, set an intention and set aside time. Number two, on your Instagram posts, always ask for an action. Tag someone, double tap, share. Number three, leverage planning apps like Planoly to lay out content so that way you can reduce the friction and avoid the I don't know what to post. Number four, use the app features like swipe up if you have 10,000 or more, leverage the polls, and also use the question box to get questions. 
Number five, up-level your bio. So make sure you are really clear on the transformation and also the call to action and how are you leading people who visit your handle. Number six, stories. So always think about how it would be helpful and useful to your ideal customer avatar and think about your content buckets. Number seven, create highlights based on your customer and what like frequently asked questions as well. Number eight, leverage hashtags to help people to find people and to also get found. Number five, focus on engagement, not necessarily the numbers. And number 10, create consistent content that is in alignment so you are attracting the right people. So as a bonus, some things to bring to your attention. Um, there are, so there is an app called Visco. It's different filter apps. I use it a lot more for my personal um, my personal Instagram to put pictures through apps or to through filters, but you can certainly use it for your business dependent upon like the type of business. Let's say if you have a food blogging business, then you might put um, your photos through that app. You can also use Canva, which I love Canva. You can create templates. You can create um, just about anything. You can create things for your Instagram stories through Canva as well. And then the last one is Creative Market. They have a ton of templates as well. And there you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you found this helpful, come hang out with me on Instagram. I would love for you to screenshot this episode, share it out, and tag me and tell me what your biggest takeaway is. And until next time, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidaherwaypodcast.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review, letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.